Welcome once again to the Great British Mickey Waffle. I'm John, and we've got another very special episode today. Glad you can join us. Let's start by introducing my fellow presenters for today's waffle. We've got Ben. Hi, John. Becca. Hello. And Claire. Hi, John. Are you okay? I am. Thanks, Claire. Are you? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. It's bonfire well. night, so uh, we've got all sorts going on. Bangs and all sorts. Background Extra sound effects. Yeah. yeah. Imagine you're uh, you're actually in front of the castle. That's that's what I'm doing. Pretending. Yeah. We can just, yeah, just close your eyes and just for a moment uh, get carried carried away on that little moment, isn't it? Illuminations. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't get me started already. Goodness. Anyway, joining us today, we've got Simon and Robin Watson, who are more popularly known as at Watson's Do Disney on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube where you can find much of the exciting things that we want to talk about in this show. Welcome to you guys. It's great to be able to share a waffle with you both. Oh, thank you so much for inviting us. Yeah, thank you. That's good. It's good to have you on. And before we before we get into the waffle, I think first of all, we're going to ask you some of the questions that have become synonymous with the Great British Mickey Waffle and all of the guests who've shared a waffle with us this year. It's quick fire, so go with the heart. Share your thoughts, and okay. and because you're a couple, there's no fighting allowed. Right? And you can, <laughs> individual answers are allowed too. Okay. Clear, clear that up because some people can start back. <laughs> and it's like it's like this room. Yeah, and you, see, you see people glaring at each other. <laughs> oh, that one. You've never said that before. We've had that as well. That was quite yeah. funny. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. There isn't, there isn't a random question about what's your favourite cheese. That's become synonymous with our with our work calls. Really? Even, yeah, even the, the any call that's got senior management and we're, we're asked to pose questions, somebody always asks, what's your favourite cheese? And that's that now become one that everybody... Boosts up the list to be asked to absolutely everybody, including the managing director when he did a call the other day. Love okay. it. I need to add that. Nice. One. Yeah, question. Question. Next one. Question one. What's your favourite cheese? Free. <laughs> Milton. <laughs> no, seriously, right, we're ready. So, and it's actually it's going to go to each of us, and you'll just end up. Your eyes will end up sort of pointing to different parts of the screen as to. Who's asking and where and when? So, question one: What's your favourite park? Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. Okay. Question two: A ride that you hate. Does it have to be a ride, or could it be like a show? It can be an attraction. Show. Show. Yeah. Yeah. An attraction. Yeah. Country Bears Jamboree. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> very good choice. Really? Oh god! It was ten minutes of my life. I'm never getting back. Yes, completely agree. Yeah, come good though. Mm-hmm. What about what you? Do I hate? Oh god. I don't think you hate anything. I don't really hate that's the thing. Country Bears Jamboree, I, I would say, is one of my is is not a favourite of mine only because it's so bizarre. But <laughs> there's not there's none that I really particularly hate. No. No. That's just my least favourite. That'll do. We'll let that. Okay. Excellent. What's we never it? do it, put it that way. <laughs> I don't know many people that do, to be honest with you. Um, what do you think is the most overrated snack? Turkey leg. Oh, so, no, 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 no. 
Mickey Premium Bar. It's a chalk eyes on a stick. Right, we have we have to disagree on this because I it's, love I love Mickey Premium Bars. No, it's a chalk eyes on a stick. It's, it's a cheap chalk ice at that. And I love cheap chuck ices. There, what can I yeah, say? Yeah, clearly we had different upbringings, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> what, what would I? Yeah, I, I disagree with that. So, I, I love a Mickey. I love a Mickey premium bar. So but what do you, you hate? Turkey legs, though, don't you? Um, yeah, I think turkey legs are they. They look like they look appetizing, and then the minute you start eating, you realise that this is just disgusting. It's gristly. There's loads of like sinewy bits in it, and it's like, no thanks. I've me. eaten one, and I've not eaten one since. <laughs> it's still repeating. On you. <laughs> the thought of it, no thanks. Ten yeah. years later, I can still <laughs> taste it. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. That smoky smell just lingers. <laughs> no. Um, question four: Favorite transportation mode in Walt Disney World? Do we class the people mover in there? Oh yeah, <laughs> technically. People mover moves. is like probably my first, one of my most favourite rides in um, If not, I, I like the little boats. Although I love the monorail, obviously, I like the little friendship boats. You know, like between the Polynesian and the Grand Floridian, and I like those little boats. I always always feel like fancy and special, and yeah, I always <laughs> love getting on those. I love the monorail. There's there's something about the monorail that, that kind of I don't know screams futuristic but 1970s futuristic. <laughs> it's it's futuristic from the point of time that Magic Kingdom opened and when that was there. So and I, the my first view was the the kind of obsession of the monorail going through the contemporary was like that bit I always found fascinating. So it's always been the monorail. Excellent. Although it depends whether you would count like the trolley on Main Street. Because I, I love the vintagey transport on Main mm. Street. Oh, like the little yeah. cars. The little car, like the paddy wagon, the, the double decker yeah. bus thing. I love those. I love yeah. the vintagey feeling of those. Yeah. They count as transport, definitely. Oh, it's still be monorail. Monorail would still be the top. Okay. What's your favorite table service restaurant? <sighs> Um, it depends what meal. Ooh. So I really like the Grand Floridian Cafe breakfast. I think it's one of the most underrated breakfasts in Disney. Um, it, they do they they've changed their menu to be like kind of brunch, so that you can even get a burger, a hamburger at like breakfast. So it's like really brunchy, and I really like that. But if it's dinner, I don't think I, you can get better than Ohana. I really love Ohana dinner. I like the table, like the style, I like the food. Um, yeah, I like Ohana. What about you? I agree, Ohana dinner for me. I think it's because we've had, it's always a place we go with friends. Yeah. Friends that live there or friends that we meet there because it's an easy place to go. It's not like, it's not too formal. So definitely Ohana for dinner. But I do, I, I like Grand Floridian for breakfast, but I kind of like Kona because I like the Polynesian breakfast stuff. But I don't, I don't like Ohana for breakfast because I think mm. it's too generic. So yeah, it would bit... have to be something a bit different, and it would be Kona if I was going to have a breakfast, and it's just a little bit different. Great choice with Grand Floridian Cafe. That's our favorite. That's one of our favorites. Yeah, yeah, love the brunch. It's just, a, it's just a shame that they've changed the menu because we had a look last time, and it's they've got rid of the sandwich, the cafe sandwich, which is like yeah. turkey, cheese. Oh, 
Oh, no, they got rid of the chicken and waffles as well, which has made me really depressed. That was, that, that, that was the chicken and waffles. Is that what you had on our anniversary? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I had. That's what I had when I was there in February. Was that the one that's so coated got rid in of it? The chicken's coated in cornflakes. It's so good. There's got to be a, oh, a, so a recipe of that you can do at home. There must be a version. Probably. It's, it's not really the same, is it? No. They're not going to serve it to me with a Nick Mickey napkin and... <laughs> I don't know. It could happen. It's going to be a... <laughs> it sounds a lot of effort. Normally I'd just rather go to Walt Disney World once we can get Yeah. Yeah, I've made Tonga Coast at home and that was a lot of effort. It was really good. We tried it. We tried it. We tried it. made it really well. Yeah, I was failed. Uh, see, I don't like bananas or cinnamon, so he made me one with pineapple in and just sugar on the outside. So it meant I could enjoy it. And it was amazing. I even did the strawberry compote to go with it. <laughs> I mean, like you guys, my, mine was a little bit too thick when I made it. So it was like, it was just Dry like eating bread on the inside. It was just like eating bread. It was like, oh, I cut into it. It was like, oh, it's just like a load of Warburton's just stuck together. <laughs> mine wasn't. Mine was done all the way through. I think he just he didn't do his, his yeah. as well as he did mine. Yeah. yeah. Pro probably yeah. lockdown. He's like, he wanted sourdough bread and there wasn't much choice. So it's like whatever was left there and it was just too thick. It was the wrong shape. It was wrong, a wrong shape. Circular it was, shape. Yeah, it was round. So it, that was it. It was yeah. round instead of square. Yeah. <laughs> Cuboid. Yeah, didn't go didn't go well. So um, question six. Resort you haven't stayed at but want to more than anything else on earth. The contemporary resort. That's my my bucket list resort. The contemporary in right, I mean, we're talking like when we win the lottery type. Yeah. But contemporary, maybe one of the suites, theme park view, club level. That's my, nice. that's my bucket list. Very nice. nice. And so I already know that that's the same. We share the same dream, yeah. thankfully. Yeah, because <laughs> we, we've stayed at Bay Lake Tower quite a few times. Uh, it's not the same. It's, it's, just it's, not, not, it's same. not the Does contemporary. Not, it doesn't have a monorail. <laughs> no, it doesn't have the monorail coming through the middle. That's the most important thing. I can get away from the fact that Chef Mickey's smell would be wafting up from the bottom, mm -hmm. but the monorail going through, that's what it's all about. It's just that walk to five minutes to Magic Kingdom. Oh, that's, that is very good. I do like and, that. Yeah. Bay Lake was our first DVC stay, and we had Lakeview. Oh, and it was just nice. so peaceful. We were only there for a few nights, but it was just that walk. It, when you walk it's back so Magic peaceful. Kingdom. It's quick yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 So quick. And the, the security yeah. is quick there as well, because yeah. there's only yeah. like three people in front of you. Yeah, definitely. Sometimes. So, question seven. Which is your favourite car park? It's uh, a bit of a random question. Can we use resorts? Can we use resorts? Yeah, any car park. I think I should qualify that, but in Walt Disney World. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not just <laughs> not, generally, not, not like... Not down the road, like my <laughs> shop is under there. Okay. Blue water jogging. Multi-story in Basingstoke. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ooh, that's a good one. I'm trying to think. Do you well, drive when you're out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah we do. Yeah, okay. well, that's a start. Wouldn't be without a car. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I quite like the Grand Floridian Villas. They've got, like, their own little car, mm -hmm. and it's very close. Um, so possibly that I hate the beach club car park 
Because you have to walk three miles from your car. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely yeah, well, a no. I've only yeah. ever valeted at the beach club. That's all I do <laughs> now, too. Valet now. Yeah. In fact, any, any of those. Fair, beach, the time. I'll be back later. Club, boardwalk are just, just valet. Yeah. It's easier. It's too long yeah. to walk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think I would probably go for the Grand Floridian Villas because it's really close and it's quite little. Yeah, sure. How about you? You got an idea? Uh, I I like the Bay Lake Towers car park just because it's so close to uh, you know those days when you want to just. Uh, I know why you like it because uh, when you watch the fireworks, you look down and see which cars alarms going off, and it's like lights are going <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, like I'm being singed by the rest of the, the firework dropping on it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's well, I've never thought of that. A good no, a good a good point to stay at theme park view for Bay Lake. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if you go up to the top of the world as well yeah. for firework time, you can always see, like, here in between the like bangs, you can hear, like, and that one, if it, is your own car. Yeah. Yeah. if it is your own car, you can turn it up from the top of the world, don't you? Yeah. Lock it, lock it, lock it, yeah. <laughs> Question eight. Typhoon Lagoon, Blizzard Beach, or Volcano Bay? I have a confession. I've never been to Volcano Bay, which I'm quite a bit sad about. I would really like to go. But we just never bother with universal tickets. <laughs> I will do it, though. But to be fair, I think I might just get a Volcano Bay ticket. I'm not that bothered about Universal. Um, oh, I do want to go back to Universal. We can We're, go. Well, we can go back. Strangely, we debated it before COVID. Hit, before we COVID, gonna, we had three trips booked this year, and we were going to get annual passes for SeaWorld and Universal at the same time. Um, but then, obviously, that didn't happen. So, yeah, this year would have been our Volcano Bay first. Yeah. First visit. Never mind. So, which one for you? I don't know. Typhoon Lagoon. Typhoon Lagoon. Yeah. I think mine's Blizzard Beach. Mine's Typhoon Lagoon because it's the big wave pool. That's what does it. Mm. I'm not. I'm not that bothered by flume stuff. I just like a big. Flume I think I like the decor in Blizzard Beach, though. They're like snowy and all the weird Christmassy reggae music and like Caribbean yeah. Christmas. I like the surfing, the surfing bird stuff. Um, at, uh, at I again. like the music at Typhoon. <laughs> cool, great answer. Uh, question nine: Galaxy's Edge or Diagon Alley? Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Edge. Question There's no 10. question about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> question 10. Early morning or late night park visit? Oh, late, late night. night. Yes. Late night. Yes. Ending, ending oh, the park and just when it gets love quiet. Love it. Is the, best, the best time. Especially like Magic Kingdom there. with it all lit up. Oh, love with it. Epcot, if you're in Epcot, everybody's cleared out of the showcase and you're the last one walking out. Oh, it feels so, lovely. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it's like... All of a sudden, everybody's rushed to get out of the park, and you're the only one walking around the showcase. It's so peaceful. Oh, yeah, sounds great. Definitely a great night. Uh, question 11 Keep the magic or backstage detail? Backstage detail. Backstage detail for me. Question 12. Favourite other podcast or vlogger about Disney? 
Um, probably Sean's uh, Napoli Ever After. Um, she she does vlogs, and I, I it's my friend, and I always have my my countdown set when she her next vlogs going live and watch it that day. So other than Sean, because Sean's I do watch, um, but it, for me the first thing that made me get interested in like backstage stuff was Adam the Woo who's an American guy that lived in Florida. And um, that I was just fascinated about loads of his backstage stuff. And I've watched loads of his other tours of, of film locations and all that. So I do tend to watch his daily room and stuff like that because it's they're short enough to just keep them interested. Uh, Simon had his dreams met um, last May for the um, Hollywood Studios anniversary. We were there. And friends had got there like super early and she was like, we've saved your space. We met up with her and she stood with Adam the Woo just like casually talking to him. So Simon got to live his best like yeah. fanboy um, lifestyle. <laughs> He's just like, oh, so excited to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? It's it was so random because he was just so unassuming. He was just stood there watching away there was not a lot of attention considering the you know he's got hundreds of thousands of followers on youtube but he's just stood there videoing away and he was really really shy which is kind of what not what you expect when you haven't watched his videos you don't expect him to be so shy in person but he wasn't yeah last year we met um was it jack from dsmy newscast uh, that, I was cool. just like, yeah i was just like really we were just walking out of epcot he was just filming about ratatouille and it was just like I recognise that voice. And That's amazing just, yeah. that you recognise it by the voice. That's yeah. so cool. Okay, so uh, final question: um, on site or off site? On site. On. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Off site has its place for certain people and certain families and certain budgets, even. Um, but we're on site people. Yeah. If I'm off site, I'm wishing I was on. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone's like that, aren't they? Yeah. True, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I know some, you know, there's loads of people that love having the space of a villa and, you know, private pool. Those those are the things that some people are more important than being on site. So you can kind of understand that. You, um, also, but, if you've got kids, that you can put them to bed a bit earlier. I think that's, that's always the, the limit, isn't it? If you've got kids that you, that you think, well, if, if we're in a hotel, we've got to kind of go to bed at the same time, we can't sit up. It's, Anybody goes to bed at nine o'clock or ten o'clock, and that's it. Uh, but yeah, Villa gives you more flexibility. But we're just out till midnight anyway. So <laughs> yeah. Do yeah. uh, you know? So thanks for that, and thanks for so many great responses. You know, as I mentioned earlier on, you've got a big social media profile. But tell our listeners a little bit about your own Disney history, and where did, where did it all start for you both? Um, well, it started with me mostly, mainly really. Um, so I went um, as a as a big teary backstory. If you if you if you want to hear it all of it, so um, my parents were going to visit my uncle in New Zealand, and um, I didn't want to go. I didn't really like my uncle all that much. Um, he didn't he didn't like kids. I was like I was about twelve, that sort of age, when they were talking about it, and he didn't really like kids so uh, I didn't want to go and my my granddad it was the year that they had all the adverts were like a little girl and their granddad for Walt Disney World and I'd always wanted to go and my granddad said to me shall we go there while they go to New Zealand and like oh my god yes I love he was my favorite human like my favorite person ever anyway um 
but he actually passed away suddenly before he was able to take me. And my mum's best friend, my mum wasn't interested in going to Florida. And my mum's best friend was going with her husband and they didn't have any children. And they asked my mum if they could take me with them. And my mum said yes, and I said yes. Um, and then they actually convinced my mum and dad to go for a week. Um, my mum was like, right, I'll agree to a week, but I don't like theme parks. I don't like Americans. I don't like American food, all these things. She, she knew she was going to hate it. She, obviously, she loved it because obviously who doesn't? Um, she loved, yeah, she fell in love with it. And we went back a couple of times like as I was a teenager. Um, and then I went back with a friend um, years, like years later. And then Simon and I met and um, we got engaged pretty quick. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll say I'd, I'd never been to a Disney theme No, park so Simon had never been to one. Until we went, when we were together and we went to Disneyland Paris together. So that was, what, 2008? 2008, New Year's That was, that was my, my first experience of Disney park was Disneyland Paris. What happened there? Um, I proposed on New Year's Eve at Disneyland Paris that year. So it was my first experience of a Disney theme park. We went over uh, just after Christmas, over New Year, uh, and I proposed that that New Year's Eve as the fireworks were going off at midnight. Um, it was very sweet. Uh, like everyone was watching the fireworks, but it was like sardines because it was on like yeah. Main Street. Mm -hmm. And then after the fireworks had finished, and we we're like all like, oh, everyone around us started cheering for us. And we're like, yes, yes, let me see, like. <laughs> like kissing us <laughs> it was really weird um but then but then we went for our honeymoon and that was Simon that to florida and that was so that, that was that was my request this i wanted to go to a nice romantic like sandals resort like adults only like romantic simon was like no way we're going to walk disney world <laughs> was like, i want to go to florida and experience like real disney parks yeah but we did we did Universal as well. Didn't we, we did Universal that year as well. I think we did. We do see what we did see what Ambush Gardens as well. And then we went to Miami because Simon's friend lives in Miami, so we did that and drove down to Miami before flying I, home. Yeah, I don't know how we <laughs> like crammed all that in because when, youth youth is how we did it. Yeah, <laughs> we wake up at like seven thirty. We'd eat breakfast at the hotel and then we'd be in the park at opening and we'd stay till close. And every every day. day. Wow. I don't think we had a, did we have like an afternoon off where we'd been to I think we'd been to like Wet and Wild and we had an afternoon off. But oh yeah. It's just yeah. like I don't know how, when I look back I think, how the hell did we do that? <laughs> Youth, that's how we did weeks. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were young. Can't do that now. <laughs> but I think we we didn't we didn't know much about Disney like parks ex, like the experience of going in. No, this was before we'd found really any forums or anything. I think I'd found the dib actually just before our honeymoon. But obviously by that point they I hadn't found out all the like booking dining reservations or anything like that. So we didn't do any like Disney dining. We stayed on iDrive, you know, the classic. Yeah. Um we had an amazing time. Um but it's, it's a very different, yeah. very different experience than when we go now. Like, polar opposites almost of yeah. how we spend our time and, and the places we go. Uh, yeah, it was it was my first experience, and it was uh, that made me fall in love with Florida. That that one trip, and then I was completely hooked. Up. 
Sounds a bit like ours, doesn't it? Yeah. So, no, I, I drove on a honeymoon. I drove on the honeymoon. And hooked from then onwards. But it does that to you, doesn't it? It just yeah. it holds you in and then suddenly, you know, from that very first that very first visit, irrespective yeah. of it's Disneyland Paris, of which your proposal does sound extremely romantic, Simon, I must admit. You know, you kinda of knew it was coming though, because I had it was like minus one, it was like <laughs> And my coat had a bulge in the front He'd taken the massive box, not just the box it came in, but also the cardboard box. And it was just this massive box. They didn't square. They didn't give me a small box for it. They gave me this huge wooden box. And he was like, well, I haven't got anything else to put it in. And then it was like, well, we're not going back to the room. I'm going to have to carry the damn thing around. I kept going, what's that? I'm poking it all day. Could you imagine getting that through heightened security that we have, you know, in this day and age as well? Like, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah you'd have to send me Paris, your head or something, different. or leave the bathroom or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, I'd let you go through first. So, oh, when did you um, look into sort of DVCs? Is it something that you've always sort of thought about before? Um, we did a tour because I didn't really understand it, so we did a tour. And we hadn't bought our house at this point. It was like, well, maybe we had bought our house, but like... I think we had. We'd, we'd never really understood much about it. We never really it. understood much about it. And we did a tour and we came away going, oh my God, that's a deposit on a house. That's so much money. Um, and then I did more research and found out about resale. This was back in the day before there were like loads of restrictions. So we still, you can't use it. You couldn't use it on cruises or the ICI. There was a couple of things um, with that though. When when we first did the tour, we hadn't really been, we hadn't stayed. We on, hadn't even stayed on hadn't site stayed on by site. that point either. So we were kind of like shocked at the price and like, oh my god, that's so much money. We stay in a cheap hotel down the road and we're not, we we can't afford that sort of money. And then I'd saved up for Simon's thirtieth, and we had five days because that's all I could afford. Five days in the beach club with a dining plan, um, and that was it. Then we went on a cruise, though. And we and I also I surprised Simon with a cruise. He didn't even know he was going on a cruise. So that was um, 2012. Yeah. So that was 2012, and we did the beach club, and then the cruise. Did was that the same when we then rent? We had rental. We also rented some points for two nights and stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge in the DVC, and yeah, we just it yeah, was, it was worth it was every penny. Kadani Village. We were in a two-bed villa with your mum and dad. Yeah. For like two nights, and it was like. Instantly, it was like having done Beach Club and then Kidami, it was like uh, maybe DVC should is something we should look at. Yeah, so I think that was like the breaking point of having one stay on site was enough to make us think maybe that's what that's what our holiday should be like more. Um, we yeah. just we love being on Disney property. Um, I, think, I think I, we've been tending towards spending more time at Disney when we we're there anyway. Just out of our habit and what our preferences. And that was the October that we came, we went, and um, we then I then started looking into DVC more, and I found out about the resale market. And actually, I my buyer, the the our seller was on the div. Someone posted on the DVC group, um, pet like area saying, um, "Does anyone have any advice for selling? Um, we're looking to sell our contract." So I messaged her and said, "We're actually in the." in the like market for buying can i ask you like how many points you have like where do you own and stuff and um she told us like 
where she owned it was animal kingdom lodge and how many points and the points were actually more than we wanted but um i said to her well look this is our budget i appreciate we were going to buy 250 you have 320 i, I appreciate you you maybe don't want to sell to us that's fine and she was like no i'll be happy to do that because we weren't going through an, like an, an agent they weren't going to take any fees so um we ended up with a, a very good deal um yeah. and that the rest as they say is history we now own at the grand floridian vero beach and boardwalk as well Oh, very nice. nice. Wow. Um, like a, a, a bit of an addiction, like whenever, whenever we go, it's like, what will we buy next? So. Once, you, once you've gone DVC, it's very difficult. We've added on once, and yeah, yeah. We're, we're at Saratoga Springs. We don't oh, even We've not yet stayed there, but that's our oh, advice. I stayed there once with a friend. Um, I actually, I have to say, I wasn't a fan. But now the refurbished rooms, the I would re definitely go back. That's the reason that's we haven't stayed there. That's what we've been waiting for. Every time we've got to seven months, we've gone, what else is available? And yeah. we've done Bay Lake Tower, Boardwalk. Oh. Boardwalk's one of our favourites. It is. Yeah. We, that was the year the Copper Creek opened, and we'd planned to stay there. But then it got seven months, and typical, it, there wasn't any availability. Yeah. So we spent seven nights at Boardwalk. And then I mean, you can't. Was, I mean, I take it that was yeah. after they had had the refurbishment as well, because the new yeah, rooms there. Yeah. I stayed there for a night, only one night before the refurbishment, and they were a little bit like your granny's living room. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was like a sage green and like a dusky pink with floral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got yeah, the yeah. pool and garden view rooms, but yeah, we were slightly worried we were going to get the clown pool. Now. Oh, that, that the clown's gone now. The clown's gone so, now, yeah. but yeah, luckily we didn't have that. But we had the um, the garden view room where you know, like the, you've got the green just outside the front. Um, yeah, oh nice. The lake. Yeah, that that was the oh, view. Yeah. That's so, where um, we had we had a, we had the garden view. No, we didn't. We had standard view. view. I've had garden view without you. Yeah, and, and we, we, we <laughs> could see illuminations <laughs> from a balcony. Ah, oh, that's Perfect. yeah, see, yeah, yeah. lovely. But yeah, can't go wrong with boardwalk. No. no. I think that's what that that's when we started. That was our there. most recent. That was our purchase. most recent add-on was Boardwalk. We are uh, we there. got right at first refusion. We, we'd had our contract at Animal Kingdom Lodge three weeks when we actually went to Florida, and they were trialing the villas, and we were meeting friends there, and they what they'd already bought the villas, and they wanted to show us, and I was just like, no, I'm not going to look at the Grand Floridian. One, I don't like the look of the rooms. All the photos I've seen, I don't like it. Two, can't afford it. Not doing it. So Simon goes along with them and comes back and apparently uh, we need to both see it because he wants to buy. And yeah. yeah, three weeks, we've been owners, we've been DVC owners for three weeks and we were already adding on, which is crazy. Yeah. But it, technically, those points are my 30th birthday present. <laughs> if ever we divorce, that's getting pulled out. <laughs> They're the first thing on the list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> above anything, above the house. Yeah. You know, it's the DVC points. Is the cat. Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, to be fair, we know thing. who's the cat is the anyway. Cat, the cat wouldn't be going with you. No. <laughs> He'd have enough of us. <laughs> well, if you asked the cat, if you could talk, I know who she'd definitely say was a favourite sense and everything. Yeah. I think I'd also add as well, and I think this is for our listeners in particular, you know, if you're listening to this, our December show, we're going to be talking a little bit more about DVC and, and actually an awful lot of certainly Ben Becker's experience and in, in buying. And, and I think this is something that intrigues, certainly intrigues me because I've spent an awful lot of money on hol and holiday villas. I've spent a lot of money on hotel stays and, and just hearing of, the, you know, 
the range of places that you've you've got points. You know, it's it's intriguing, and uh, I'm I'm also thinking I'm probably a bit too late to the party, unfortunately. But uh, no, you're not, John. Never too late. Never too late. Looking at buying. You've got two kids; they'll be quite happy to have it off you once you're gone. They'll never stop wanting to holiday with you. The only regret I'd say about DVC we had was that I wish we did it a few months before because we did it in 2016, and it was like, oh, just before Brexit, we were looking into it, and then all of that happened, and then the dollar went one pound. Yeah, it just fell through the floor. But we. Still got a good deal though. Can't complain. Was it ninety four dollars a point? No, eighty four dollars a point. Wow, that's really yeah. Don't listen to that, John. That's not what you'll get. No, 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 not now. Now it's a bit more. Yeah. I tell you, another. We had a strategy when when we were looking, and that was that we wanted to own somewhere that had proximity to each of the parks. Oh, that's good idea. I, that's I didn't good know this. This is all Simon. <laughs> so, Boardwalk is great for Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Obviously. Animal Kingdom Lodge is close to Animal Kingdom, and Grand Floridian is close to Magic Kingdom. So, I didn't have these same priorities. Mm. I went, I like that one, I like that one, and I like that one. We picked them as our favorite <laughs> resorts, but it was like a logical thing of, you know, yeah, it's no, I agree. Yeah. Why you can get Boardwalk at, at, at yeah. 11 yeah. months and so you'd never have any particular issues about you'd get first choice at a particular time of year. So yeah. there's a bit of logic about where we wanted to own. Uh, and Vero Beach was just, that That was, uh, my nan had passed away and she we had some money left uh, to us. So that was kind of a bit of a thing for, for me to be able to then, when we go is a little bit of a memory was that we're going to Vero Beach and... Uh, she allowed us to, to do that by leaving us some money. So oh, that's um, amazing. we took we took my my parents there and they love Vero Beach to the point mm. that my mum would happily buy points at Vero Beach as well if she was going to buy. It's a lovely hotel as well, though, isn't it? Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's amazing, and and yet so whilst so close to Orlando, it's so it's, different. And it's so overlooked. You know, yeah. a lot of people who go to Florida, they focus purely on the Orlando experience. And then they yeah. don't they don't actually see that there's another Disney hotel just a, a few hours drive away, which is a, a beachside resort. And it is, it is gorgeous. It really is. I, I would like to say, I think the cast members there are a little bit, I don't want to say better, because that's not really what I mean, because I think cast members are amazing. I just think, there's something special about them. Yeah. A lot of them are elderly um, that work there. They're all like retirees. So they have all the time in the world to talk to you. They they are just, they make it so warm and so friendly. It, it really is a different experience. Really love it. It was the little treats that, that are just, you know, like when you leave oh, and when they, you, yeah, and they when give you, you a little bag with like cereal bar and a bottle of water. Oh. With a little yeah. And it's like, it feels, it's like, Everything you expect from Disney, but then those little touches that are like homely and unique. Um, you don't get that in Disney World, but you get it in Vera. And you see the same stuff when you go back, the same security yeah. guards on the front gates, the same people checking you in, the same people around the pool every every year when you go. Yeah, um, they so don't have a they like don't a have a high turnover. They don't have a high turnover of staff at all. They they hold on to their staff. 
I'm going to go and have a look and see how much that costs in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Rent DVC points, it's way cheaper. Another one for the list, Claire. Another, another one. one, another one. <laughs> I think you you guys mentioned it um, just in your, your conversation earlier. But tell us tell us a bit more about Disney Cruising as well. Um, yeah, Disney Cruising's that's, that's become a bit yeah. of a love as well. A bit like <laughs> <laughs> so we did the first cruise. We did a three night cruise, and everything I read said don't do a three night cruise. It's too short. You don't really get to experience it. By the time you get on the ship, you've only got two days, and they're getting you off. Um, and I was a bit nervous because I get seasick. Um, I was actually, I just thought, I don't care because what if I'm seasick? It'll be miserable. Um, as it happens, I was seasick on the last night and that's because I'd stopped taking anti-sickness pills because I thought, I'm not getting sick, so I don't need them. You know, that, that's that crazy logic. Um, and yeah, they're, they're, they're just, again, the customer service level is just a, that little bit raised. Um, it's, yeah. The shows are amazing. I mean, we go and we have no children. Um, so we go and the amount of adult entertainment and adult areas and adult pools. So I think sometimes adult only people think that, God, I'm going to be stuck on this cruise ship with kids everywhere. And it's just not the case. And I think lots of families go on and go, here you go, kids, off to the kids club. <laughs> and then enjoy some adult time. Senna, the kids yeah. clubs do look amazing. They do, yeah. don't they? I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> I'd yeah. love to be able to go on one of those, uh, especially the Marvel-themed ones. I'd love to do, like, Marvel Cruise. Yeah. Or Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Marvel. Yeah. The speciality cruises, like the Marvel Day at Sea and the Star Wars Day at Sea and those the ones. Christmas and Halloween ones as well look really good. We, we've actually yeah. only done Halloween ones. It's always happened. Oh, wow. We were booked to do a, Mar a May one this year and then a November but here we are. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we, are we, first were August. we were booked for end of August. Oh. So, have you yeah. have you rescheduled it? We got the money no. back in the end because we weren't sure because no. it was our first cruise. We thought we're not sure whether we're going to book in time or whether we'll just it will fit in with other plans. So, yeah. But at, at the minute, I just want to get back to Walt Disney World and use our points. Yeah, <laughs> but but were you left with loads of points because of not being able to go? Yeah, yeah we've, got double two, the points. we've got double the points. We've got two booked for next. Well, we have two well, in the planning for next year. Next year. So. Yeah, we have um, we have Alani booked in um, April. Whether we'll end up going, what like what the world's going to look like, but we booked a because we had so many points. We booked a one bedroom ocean view. Oh, nice. so so this is where I jump in because we are, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is talking my language. So next July. <laughs> Uh, we are going on a three-week trip to, we're going to fly to San Francisco, drive down to Disneyland, and then go to Alani. Um, so You're I'm describing the trip we did a couple of years ago. Yes! So, <laughs> we do it the other way around. We did it the other way. We did LA and we drove up to San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, so we're going to stay hopefully on the Presidio right right by the um, Walt Disney Family Museum. Yeah. yeah. Drive down. Four, I think we're looking at like five days at Disneyland. Um, but we're not, yeah. And then over to a couple of a couple of islands. I think we're going to the Big Islands, and then we're going to go to Alani. Um, um, oh, I was just going to say advice. Tell yes. me. <laughs> so, well, Alani is amazing. We'll just put that there. However, we went to Maui. Mm -hmm. The island of Maui was yes. just epic of all proportions. I mean, it was so much better than Oahu. Because <laughs> like, we were, it, right, 
we're like, do we go Big Island or do we go Marry? And that's the bit that we haven't quite decided yet. We haven't Marry. booked either. You go Marry. If I had to choose, it would be Marry. I mean, to be fair, we haven't yeah. been to the Big Island, <clears throat> but... <laughs> Loads of people Marry. say the Big Island. If you want to see the volcanic... Yeah, it depends. Bit, if you want to like see the, the volcanic at the Big Island, however, Maui, Maui is what in your head Hawaii looks like. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So there's no, there's no the, Kona, the Kona Brewery. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I fancy the Kona Brewery in uh, Big Island. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Big, big fan of Longboard and Hanalei, um, <laughs> but it does look. I mean, I have to say, Maui does look incredible. Um, but it's it's just Maui. a case of exactly as you say. Next year, are we going to be able to go? Can we get in? Who knows? Yeah. So we've booked flights to to and there and back, and we've got a plan for the first ten days, and then if we can't get to Hawaii, we'll fly down to Orlando for the other ten days, and then home from there. So we'll we'll work it out. But it's um yeah, really excited. When I saw that you'd been to California and. Uh, Hawaii I was like oh my goodness this is so exciting <laughs> yeah so How is Disneyland the, Disneyland Disneyland's amazing it is it to me right so most people who I speak to personally they, they, once they've been to Disneyland they're like Disneyland's my favorite it's the best it's the original it's this it's that Walt Disney World still has my heart it really does I love Disneyland it was so much fun we went we've been twice um, and we have we have the Grand California booked for um, April as well, and we I'm we're definitely going to go back again, hopefully for Dapper Day, assuming Dapper Day isn't even happening. Um, but it's not Walt Disney World. You don't feel in the Disney bubble. No. Does that make sense? It's more like Disneyland Paris, where there's a lot of stuff, okay. and you have to turn out the street, and you're in normal. Whereas I feel like Walt Disney World, you have to go a long way before you leave the Disney bubble. You feel a bit like when you're at Walt Disney World, you feel like yeah. you're on holiday. It feels like this is vacation central. Everybody's here, holiday. It's slightly different in Disneyland. I think you get more day visitors going to Disneyland and you get a lot more local annual pass holders arrive at like four o'clock every day. So it's like okay. wherever you go and you shop somewhere, they they always ask you, are you an annual pass holder? Because they just assume that most people are in there after four o'clock are local people that are annual pass holders. Um, so it's, a, it's slightly different in that sense. But I think for me, there's a lot of great things at Disneyland that are just unique to that, that yeah. place. You know, aside from uh, the, the difference in rides, you know, it's just got a slightly different, more classic feel. Mm -hmm. um, I think because it is the original. I don't know. There's just it something feels... slightly, slightly special about it. It, yeah. it has that little tinge of history there that you don't get quite the same at Magic Kingdom and just, Disney World. Just the extra bit of Disney magic, just when you yeah. know. Yeah, I think so. Sort of I walk, think walking where Walt was. Yeah, it's that, that sort of thing. we they do a tour called Walk Walk in Walt's Footsteps. Um, okay. Um, with, with, that's I, I don't know how old are you going with kids? Are they old enough? I think actually actually saying that, I think you can be any age to do that tour. And I've said that. I think you can be any age. Um, but you get to go and Walt's apartment because he had an apartment uh, above the fire station and yeah, it's yeah. really cool. It's really cool. 
Wow. I'm, I'm sure as a Disney cool. nut, you probably would know most of the things they tell you. I was like, yeah, I know that. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I know that. I, do you know what? I did the Keys to the Kingdom tour and it was a little bit like that. And it's it, You don't want to jump in, but it's like, yeah, come on, move on. Yeah. <laughs> still fun, though. Still lots, fun. Yes. Yeah. Lots, lots of those tours, the experience you have is very dependent on the, on the, uh, the, the, the tour guide. Yeah. yeah. So if you if you have a tour guide that is almost running off the script, sometimes it's like you know they probably don't tell you too much. We had a great, Mars was a great guy doing our keys to the kingdom tour. That was quite and a I long remember. time ago. No, I don't. Oh, really right. You surprised me. He was he was really good, and he did he did give a lot of information that that I you know even from reading a lot about Disney parks. I remember I, really I enjoying it, but I don't really remember the time flew by for that. But yeah. walking in Walt's footsteps, I thought was. You know, most people were on it because they wanted to go in the fire station apartment. That was most most people were there because of that. If yeah. you're doing that Guilty. tour, it's because that was the bit you really wanted to see. And I think nearly everybody knew all of the rest of the story. Um, but yeah, that was. That it was, was still it's really good, and I don't think it was very expensive. And you got lunch no, included got lunch as included. well. Okay. Yeah. Definitely worth looking at. Sounds yeah. worth looking at. And Olani is as good as everyone says it is. Because I've got a couple of friends who keep telling me how amazing it is and how how it's just going to blow my mind. I think so it's going to I think it's gonna blow the mind of the bank manager, first of all. But other than <laughs> that. The only weird thing is that everywhere in Hawaii shuts earlier. Right. So you'll find that by about 8 o'clock... The, pools, be, are the closed, pools are closed. There's no the entertainment. The restaurants are wrapping up and, like, it right. just goes quiet because it's a, morning, it's a morning place everybody's up early uh, and everybody's out early so by seven o'clock in the morning everybody's out of the pool already oh wow and i just think the cultural difference that a lot of people are early risers in hawaii and restaurants are like open for breakfast at like 6 a.m but yeah it, it goes quiet earlier in hawaii and that was we, we, that we found yeah we found it was weird like we couldn't even use the pool i was like can't I just I'd love to go for a swim in the pool right now. No, you can't. Go in the hot tub. No. Yeah, exactly. Um, my honest review of Alani was I, so I will preface it. So we went to Maui first. Maui, I just fell in love with everything about it. I love the hotel we stayed at. We stayed at, basically it was a bit like DVC. We stayed at like a timeshare resort through someone else. Like I rented on like, I think it might be VRBO or something. Um mm -hmm. And it, I just, I loved everything about it. I loved everything about it. And we arrived at Alani and we booked a pool view, pool and garden view, mm -hmm. which turned out to be a tree right at the end of our balcony. So you couldn't see anything. And you, that's one of the more expensive views. Like it's a, it's a step down promotion view. So I was a bit disappointed. Um, we asked to move rooms because... I'm only there once, well, in my mind. I'm only there once, and then she puts in another room that was worse, and the bed, like, as soon as you sat in it, squeaked, so I was like... No. Oh. Um, and I kind of... I think because everyone had said how amazing it was, it's so good, Alani's the best Disney Vacation Club resort, it's just the best. So I kind of got to it and went, oh, yeah. I mean, it's nice, but... It's a long I, way. I didn't see anything in it that was that much more special. Okay. But I really did enjoy it and we booked to go back. So it's the, the other bit of Olami, which is the 
like the restaurant, the the breakfast was really yeah. Good the there. breakfast, the, the buff, character, character breakfast, breakfast was really nice. Who knows what's going to happen with buffets like that? Yeah, the mm. pool is the pool was the lazy lovely. River yeah, is is brilliant. The beach the is beach nice. nice. Yeah, um, it's definitely one you need a car for. I wouldn't yeah. go all the way to Oahu and Alani and just stay there and not explore some all, of the island. All of the sites are on Oahu. That's the thing. So Pearl Harbor, yeah. cool. Yeah. the gold plantation all of those things are along that island so it's like you can't you can't go there and not see those key things exactly yeah. um so definitely always have a car on oahu uh, but Mau maui was, maui felt more like hawaii yeah okay you're driving but, you're driving along the road and there's pickups parked in like just you're right the next to the, the water because they're either fishing or they're on a paddleboard things like that everywhere you went. There's like street like roadside shacks selling banana bread and fruit. And that was all over Maui. It was it felt like locals. Locals. And it, it was just quaint. It uh, was a amazing. different Oahu, like Honolulu. Honolulu it was like LA. LA. It, okay. it was it was quite built up and urban. And lots Mer of yeah. Locals. Yeah, just um, commercial and hotels yeah. and, okay. Oh, that's interesting. I might, might come back to you for more information at a later date. Yeah. You would be welcome. I can talk your ear off about it. Yeah, you can tell me where you stayed and marry. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll send you the details. Thank you very much. The thing is that Hawaii for us, I think culturally that, that place stuck with us more than anywhere we've ever been. Like the food, the food alone. Like I've I've raved about the food to the point that I I had to buy like there's a thing over there that is like sushi, but it's called masubi, but it's made with a slice of spam. Now, as oh no, don't be doing this to me because I've heard about this and I'm a bit. Hawaiians love spam. Yeah. Like breakfast and in Honolulu there's a spam festival every single year, but. They don't eat it out of the tin as it is. They always cook it. It's cooked or fried and always... And marinated in, marinated. like, Asian... Like, does it not go sludgy? No, it goes it's crispy. Like crispy. Okay. Caramelizes, but... I, You'll have I to eat so, one of those masubi things. Some masubi you can get absolutely everywhere you go. Gas stations, 7-Elevens... Yeah. Even even shops that are just selling drinks will probably have spam masubi on a warmer somewhere, that you, and they're they like a grab and go snack everywhere you go. It's wrapped in cling film, wrapped in just cling a little film. thing. A dollar like fifty kind of grab and go, and I got absolutely to the point of obsession with these things. That when I came home, I bought a, a masubi mold to make my own. Oh, amazing! <laughs> Hawaii, the food. Food was amazing uh, chocolate everywhere. Chocolate covered macadamias, Honolulu cookies, and spam masubi. I'm, I'm totally obsessed with them. Like, Brilliant. Ordering them. When we go to the Polynesian, I bring those things home. Right. Fishing, get them at, at the Polynesian resort. So I was grabbing them. Okay. I've had this, I had this something spam at um, Food and Wine last year. Uh, it didn't go well. So. <laughs> So that was cooked though. That was cooked spam for that. It was the spam yeah. 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 I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. You say it's good. I'll, maybe not the one from Wawa. Yeah, give moment. it a go. And if you hate it, it's only $1.50. I'll, yeah. so. I'll blame Simon completely. And blame Simon, yeah. And the macaroni yeah. salad. So I can talk about Hawaii food. <laughs> 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 so Sometimes like you need a Hawaii whole show yeah. about Hawaii. Yeah. 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 I'm thinking that as well. Yeah. I'm, 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 you know, it's like, okay, DVC, 
Okay. Matt might need to have a look at that. Crew. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, this is proving to be an expensive chat. <laughs> <laughs> Usually does the Simon around. <laughs> I think anything with Disney seems to be expensive for us. Every time we were sort of, yeah. ever since our first trip, it's like, oh, we look at the Wilderness Lodge and look at DVC, or oh, what's this all about? And then we go on a tour <sighs> where it takes Bay Lake Tower and you just like look at the one bedroom rooms and it's like, yeah. I want to do this. Then you see the price and go, nope. Maybe not. I'll, I'll stay at the Clarion for a while. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. We, we've done our offsite, yeah. but now we can't. We, we'd stayed at Coronado Springs last year. It's lovely. But it didn't I love feel, Coronado. It didn't pro- feel I think that's right. my favourite mod. Yeah, it didn't feel right because the year before we were at Boardwalk and we did <laughs> Copper Creek. I think I missed and... having a balcony. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely what it's missing, I think, I, is the balcony. I'm a bit spoiled by the balcony, that mm. private balcony. You sit down and have a nice cup of coffee or tea. Yeah, or... yeah I, I think that's the one thing that's missing. Yeah, I mean, do you want to talk about spoiled with, uh, with what we did last year? What did we do last when we, year? When oh. we... We stayed in a Polynesian bungalow for two nights. In oh, the, wow. In Party bungalow. Yes. Oh, brilliant. We, um, it's hard to come. It is a bit hard to come back from that when you <laughs> sat on, a, yeah. on the on the little veranda out the front. It was it was pretty amazing. It was our tenth wedding anniversary, and we decided to book it for one night, uh, just one because it's really expensive. It was in the lowest possible season, to be fair. So it was the cheapest possible season. But one night, that's it. We just booked one night. And then one night turned into two. <laughs> what, what can you really experience in one night? You don't even get one full day there, really, do no. you? Yeah, by the time you sort of checked in, you don't check yeah. in until like four o'clock. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we, we ate dinner in there both both nights. We had we had our family were over, but we were all staying in a villa off site because we were staying with all the family and we just left them. And then they came to view it and they're like, hang on, there's loads of bedrooms in here. And they're like, yeah. Well, forget it, you're only not staying here. Get back, no. get back to the villa. I think the only equivalent one is the, um, was it the Cascade Cabins at Wilderness Lodge. Oh, they look lovely. They look amazing. They look so nice. And they've got a proper hot tub. The one at the, 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 the it's a plunge pool, so it's actually like, it's not okay. hot. It's not, no. At the Polynesian, whereas the hot tub at the Wilderness Lodge looks amazing. I didn't see any of our friends moaning about it when they all, when <laughs> we, had, we, we had, had a party there, over. we had a few of them around. Yeah. And yeah, everybody's like, yeah, swimsuits are coming with us. It's like, didn't hear any complaints. Trying to pile in this tiny plug. Yeah, just like (laughs) watching the fireworks. Yeah, the pond is amazing. We we stayed there. Was it 2018? And the only downside, I wish we asked for a different room because our um, view was the car park, but we just did the monorail going by. So yeah, we view. We stayed there once, um, we stayed for a week and we had a standard view, so it was like an inward view. Um, and we, although we loved the rooms, we didn't have a great experience. So they were doing work at the TTC at the, at the time and we were at the very, very end, right next to the TTC. There was only one room further, closer to it. It we was bigger yeah. around there than it was to the lobby. So it was yeah. really far and they were doing work overnight and they were like, Drilling up the road, so like they had the things that were like properly mm. digging up, and yeah, it was the tractor thing reversing Constantly over and over again. Hoping. 
the beeping, reversing sound at two in the morning. <laughs> I thought I was going insane when I was lying in bed. I'm like, what is that noise? What is that noise? Is something not right here. That's and I opened the, opened the doors on the back and I thought, where is that coming from? Two o'clock in the morning. So yeah, we didn't. We although we loved the rooms, we just I think for us we were like, oh, we're too close to the TTC. I, I don't like. I want it to. I don't want it to walk there when I've got. I'm staying at the Polynesian. I should be getting on the monorail at the Polynesian. And, but it's a shame because I do love the Polynesian Resort. But I'll probably st we'll probably stay there again. But it's just a bit bit of a shame because we were so excited and we we'll just be like. Oh. If it came from Monorail Loop Hotel, I think that would be. That would probably be the third on our list out of the three. Yeah, yeah, uh, probably would be. I think only because we love the Grand Floridian and Bay Lake because it's Bay Lake Tower because it's so close to Magic Kingdom. Yeah. But that's not to say that we don't like the Polynesian because no. you know, we, we love the hotel itself. I think we would yeah. probably if we had a different experience of the hotel room next yeah. time, we'd probably change our view. And we do love the hotel. So. I'd probably get there early and request a room. Near the, po reception. the pools were nice at the poly. The pools were yeah. nice. Yeah, the pools, the the DVC yeah. pool especially. Yeah, yeah. Love that pool. No one uses it. No, I know it's amazing. <laughs> we were in there once when Happily Ever After was going on, and they're piping the music in. Oh, so, so lovely! Up, listening to the yeah. music, watching the fireworks. That's nice. Instead of everyone crowding on the beach. Yeah, well, you you had the better option, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So, John, that's another thing to add. Polynesian bungalow, add it to the list. <laughs> I just, it's one of those ones, you know, when you get on the ferry of the TTC and you're just heading towards Magic Kingdom, you just, you, you look, glance. Like, you just glance to your left and you just think, what, what possibly might be in, at some point in your future? And you just, you just, it's just, you look longingly. Anything you're looking at. Let's focus on what's ahead. Let's, yeah, yeah. let's just pretend that's not there. Yeah. <laughs> we always said we'd never stay in them. We always said we'll never stay in those. They're way too many points. What a waste. Yeah. And we were going to have a party in the UK for our anniversary, and then we worked out how much it was going to cost. And I was like, I thought I'd go away on holiday and spend money on myself. Exactly. So we were like, oh, well, we'll stay off site. We'll, we'll save the points that way to stay yeah. with the family. But then we just booked one night there. Oh, what a, what we thought the same to, same it. thing for our thirtieth. Yeah, we thought can't be bothered with a party; it's too expensive. We'll go on a cruise instead. Oh, no. <laughs> then COVID happened. COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it will make twenty twenty one even better. We've got double amount yeah. of money to spend, and yeah, you, maybe you can... money sitting in the bank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we pushed from like <laughs> August to um, November, so we should have gone in like next week. No. But that's, oh, no, no, we, that's yeah, next time. Yeah, and then we should have gone. Canceled. We should be going on Saturday. Yeah, oh, we, should oh. been, we should have been getting on a cruise on Monday. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. We, were, we, were, we were booked on a five-night double dip at Castaway Key. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. nice. Never mind. Yeah. Disappointed. We cancelled two in the same year. Was, well, yeah. yeah. Is like that's the thing. When, when we cancelled August, it was like, oh, it'll be November, everything will be over by yeah, then. Yeah, it'll, it'll be, be fine. fine by November, though, won't it? We'll be fine. I remember in April, just when all of this started kicking off, it's like, oh, our holidays end of August, it'll be fine. We've got five months. Yep. And we were like, end oh. of August in November as well, so we, we yeah. were with you. We were thinking the same yeah. thing. And then when it got close to August, we were like, oh, well, maybe we'll have to cancel August then, but at least we've got November. <laughs> yeah. so our August trip was going to be, it was a big group of us all, going we'd yeah. all lined up our trip 
Um, yeah, it would have we, coincided with yeah. my birthday and another friend's yeah. birthday. And the daughter's birthday. So, yeah, there was, it was what, four or five, five families. families. Five families all yeah. going to be there at the same time. We booked the grand one to watch the fireworks on one evening. Oh, wow. Oh, like, with us all. Yeah. So we don't know. We don't It'll know still be there. Ever. It'll still be there. Yeah. Yeah, be there. Exactly. That's what we all need to bear in mind. And I think that's that's certainly something I think that we've, we've certainly as a podcast, we've really tried to, to focus on the positive. You know, from, yeah. Because, you know, it's heartbreaking the amount of stories that you have, you know. And I think I think for you guys, you, you'd also had the, that massive trip in 2019 planned and you got to was it um hong kong hong kong and that was it and i was thinking goodness you know it's yeah. it's it's awful you know and you think so you know, think so badly on it you know are you still are you still think considering another trip out that way or yeah yeah so um when so i was poorly that's what happened we got to hong kong which was the first stop in our asian adventure yeah um and i wasn't very well and i think i had gastro um simon's friend lives there she's from there originally and she'd lived here for a few years and like they used to work together and she came down with gastro as well yeah. um unfortunately i've got um osteocolitis um so things like that tend to floor me quite a bit and mm. i ended up getting taken into hospital which was really to put it mildly terrifying i was really frightened i was on my own simon wasn't allowed in it was women only um they didn't speak english even though it used to be like everyone's like oh at least it used to be a british colony that's gone no one really spoke that much english so i was really frightened and in the end once i was better enough they flew us home they didn't we'd missed our connecting flight to japan which was next and they just flew us home and when when i first got home Simon was all like, well, we'll do it again. We'll do it again. And I did not want to do it yeah. at all. It really, I just thought, I'm never going back there again. I'm never going through that again. Um, but I actually then started seeing a counsellor to sort of deal with it. And it turned out I had basically had a bit of a form of like PTSD over it because it was quite traumatic. Um, and now I've kind of worked through it. And now I'm like, yeah, I want to go back. And I actually feel... At first, it was like, well, maybe I can just do the other parks and I won't go back to Hong Kong because that's that would be easier. But now I feel like I'd go back to Hong Kong. Um, when I think about, like, the Disney park side of it was really great. It was such a nice, nice park. I really enjoyed Hong Kong, Disneyland. It was really great. It was really quiet. It was really but, quiet anyway, that we, time of year. We happened to be there when all of the, right in the worst bit of the protests. We were there just before. Yeah. We the protests were, were heavily on Kowloon's side. Um, so uh, I kind of kept, so because my friend had said, and she kept sending me pictures of like this, just along from where she lives in Kowloon. And uh, it was like, oh God, that was like murder there. Like burnt out police cars, you know. The, all oh my the goodness. All over, shot fronts on fire. It was like, I'll, I'll, I won't show those to Robin because it might fall off. Yeah. Yet. I won't show those to Robin yet. Yeah, yeah. I'll wait till we're at the airport about to get on the plane. <laughs> then I'll show her. You know, you're completely away from that. When, when you're on Disney Park, because you're on Lantau, it was a completely, like a yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's a few miles it's away. It's a few miles away. You are not anywhere near 
um, that kind of stuff. So um, you know, the things we did see around Hong Kong, you were you were well clear of all of that. I think there had been stuff that had happened in some of the parts because like road signs were smashed and bits had obviously happened there probably you know a month earlier. Um, but it was clear when was we were going clear. through, and everything was just focused around Kowloon itself. So, gosh, uh, where my hospital was. Wasn't that close to the hospital? It was quite close. It, we had to drive close, through it. It was closer than you wanted it. Yeah, it was close to the base that when I when I left the hospital from the visiting hours, was, I I basically almost reverted back to my university days of putting a rucksack on and going and wandering around looking at architecture. That was like, and uh, yeah, I I just popped out of the of the metro system right into the heart of the, one of the protest areas on the financial side that the uh, near the Hong Kong Bank. Um, but that was pretty peaceful there. It wasn't anywhere near as bad as the Calhoun side. But and it was all carefully controlled with loads of police around. You didn't feel unsafe at any point. And they they had no interest in in attacking Western tourists. That's not what the protests were about. So you know, I just avoided it, carried on my way, went and wandered up and went uh, <laughs> to, uh, to peak. But yeah, I, I missed out. I, I missed out um, on seeing lots of the sights of Hong Kong. Um, I, we saw a lot of Disneyland because we'd done Disneyland for a couple of days, and then I was taken ill on the first day we had assigned to explore Hong Kong. Um, so I missed out, and then Simon obviously wasn't—he wasn't allowed in the hospital. So what else was he to do? He just went out to explore it on his own. And then afterwards, um, we—they didn't fly us home for a few days, and. There was nothing else to do, so we bought some more Disneyland tickets. <laughs> and uh, Simon pushed me around in a little wheelchair because I, I wasn't well enough to be walking around anywhere. So yeah, I, did, I, I don't. Did we do any rides after that? We might have yeah. done one or two like tame rides, but like all the all the rides that I kind of wanted to go on, like the they have one called was it Grizzly Bear something or other? It's like the version of the, it's it? their version it's of the, thunder, the um, or... yeah yeah it's been um, a big thunder. So, yeah, it's like they're both a big thunder. Um, I didn't go on it because I didn't dare. I hadn't been on it before, and then I was poorly. So, yeah, Space yeah I Mountain. think I went on all of yeah. them. I went on. on yeah. uh, I watched. I, I, um, he, uh, yeah. he parked me up so I could watch him go round. Oh, like, that's oh. hard. <laughs> I was just like, okay, I'm going to take a picture. <laughs> but we did, was, eat, we did eat at all of the, yeah, all of the, all of the restaurants in the hotels. <laughs> there, the three hotels. Yeah. What was the Iron Man experience like? Uh, it was kind of, if you imagine like Star Tours, but with an Iron Man theme. So it, it was okay. a similar setup to that. Um, it was really good. I loved that. And they, they had the Ant-Man. The Ant-Man was, was really yeah. good. Um, that was a bit like Buzz, wasn't yeah. it? But Ant-Man, that was good. I could do that because that was nice and tame. So that that was the thing about the park there was it was like, it was it felt a bit classic like the original Disneyland. It yeah. had that kind of feel. But loads of the, loads of those rides were like unique stuff, and it was like we have to go and see that and see that because it was only a there. I remember Toy thinking, Storyland was oh, basically like Disneyland Paris. It it's big, exactly yeah. the same. Like for like carbon copy of Disneyland Paris, um, but the Jungle Cruise. So Jungle I Cruise I'd was, made a list of everything like a a, a must do ride list, and Jungle Cruise didn't feature very high because well you can do that in Florida. It's not going to be much fun in Chinese or yeah. what whatever language they were going to do it in didn't realize that they would actually do a version in english so it was like oh and it was empty so there was no cues for anything so we went straight on it 
and it was <laughs> very different. You go through and there's a was it a volcano explosion at one point and the water's all bubbling up yeah, and like accelerating round. Yeah. <laughs> It was quite intense. I was like, whoa, I was not expecting this. And then the but did it sink? Like the no. <laughs> we didn't have that experience. Not the true Walt Disney World experience. <laughs> Mystic Mama. No, no, you didn't have to wade away, you swim away. <laughs> no. Did you see that happened on Splash Mountain recently? Uh, yeah, yeah. Did you see the video of one of the cast members saying you shouldn't get out? I didn't get out. That came in. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh. We've had a few jokes this year about poor old Bob Chapek and some of the stuff that's happened since he's taken over. Because there's been a whole. I mean, COVID aside, see, yeah. there was a fire. There was the sinking of the Jungle Cruise. There was, yeah, everything's happened didn't, this year. Didn't the been... clock stop working at Small World as well? Yeah, yeah there's all sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff. Stopped altogether once they tried to reopen, wasn't it? Oh, the people mover still hasn't reopened. No, no. It's just like the poor, the poor lad. You know, it's... do you feel sorry for him? Yeah, yeah it's interesting. Yeah, well, until you so, see the money he's got. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you mentioned Disneyland Paris, and yeah. are you aware that when you're in Disneyland Paris? That Ben and Becca are actually in one of your vlog videos. Yes. Yes. I didn't know that you were in one of my vlog videos. I think we're in one of your videos. <laughs> That's so we... funny. Yeah, That's it's amazing. Like... I, I knew we were there at the same time because yeah. I was watching your stories to find out where you were. Yeah, we did the same. We got amazing. caught in the quarantine the same day as well. Yeah. Yeah, we made that decision like the yeah. night before so we, we were at st pancras oh gosh yeah. so yeah. just around the corner and it was like 10 o'clock at night oh what do we do and it's like it was my 30th birthday that friday so it's like oh. do you know what if this is our only holiday we're getting this year we're going, we're going on it and it was yeah and it, and it was yeah but yeah i think it's, <laughs> yeah. did you say it was the donald the duck for some... the queue for, for donald, donald duck, duck. Oh, really? Yeah, I think we're oh, in the same yeah. queue. I think we joined the queue, I think, as you were leaving. Oh, I'll have to go back and watch that. Yeah. That's very cool. <laughs> yeah. That's very That's cool. cool. We uh, we did enjoy it, even though it was a bit of a different experience. Um, we yeah. still enjoyed it. We were we felt like the magic was was there. It, it, it was there, there, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We love the Lion King show. Did you did you see the Lion yes, King show? Yes. We watched it every day. Yeah, we, you know, we we did it on the Saturday, I think, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, we did it on the Saturday. But the first time we tried to get Lion Bertie app, and it just it didn't, it didn't work for that. us. But then next yeah. hour we did it, and we got it. Oh, brilliant! That, yeah, um, that's the second Lion King show that we've seen. That we actually think they've done like they they took the the Walt Disney World version and then elevated it. Like yeah. that was really well done, and the Hong Kong version was like that. The Hong Kong version was called Festival of the Lion King, and it was in. It, you would when you're going in, you would think it was going to be a, the same as Florida, um, but they didn't. They actually told you the story. They had all the like cubs come and sit down in the front, but like the cast. And then Rafiki started telling the story, and Rafiki had two baboons. Was it Rafiki speaking? Ma was it Mandarin? I don't. I don't know. Cantonese. I don't know. Yeah, I think, See, they, were, I don't want I think to they're speaking Cantonese. Cantonese, yeah. maybe. Sorry. 
go somewhere and don't even know what language I speak. Um, and then the two baboons, were they speaking English? Yeah. So the two baboons, and it was like a comedy thing. They were explaining the story. But it's like they took how many, like, actors are in the one in Florida and went, let's treble that. And it was, <laughs> my goodness. It was amazing. Like, the amount of dancers. Uh, and the floats moved. The floats on, moved and danced around. around. And it, it was just... That, it blew me away. Yeah. We we watched that twice when we were there because yeah. it blew me away. And then we saw the Disneyland Paris one. And we were like, oh my god! Yeah, we, we how, were, we how saw... did you ever think the Florida one was going to be the worst? Because that's amazing. Yeah. We yeah. saw <laughs> the Paris one last year. It was the first time we went to Disneyland Paris together. We saw it again. Yeah, at least this um, time we didn't have to queue like an hour and a half to see it. That's true. Yeah, do you know what? I would queue for an hour and a half yeah. if I had to to I go and see, see it. It, it was that good. Yeah. It's such an emotional weekend just like first time being back in a disney park after everything yeah it's did you cry when you, they played the music and they were waving from the train station every time first time we walked into studios on that friday when yeah, we got I, there i cried walking into studios says oh. nobody ever Never. <laughs> exactly it's that music it just is that music it is <laughs> cried because you had to go in the studio <laughs> Because there's nothing open. I would take studios <laughs> over no Disney park any day. Me yeah. too. Absolutely. And you're only going to be in there an hour before you've done everything anyway. And you can <laughs> yeah, but we only went there because we had a um, reservation for... Reservation for Emma. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we, I, we ate... I will know you haven't eaten I mean, Remy. I, mean, I ate in Remy once. Um, it was a few years ago and I did not have a very nice meal. <laughs> and... Um, if you could go in and pick and choose, and it wasn't like a set menu for like quite a yeah. lot of money, I would probably go back and just have yeah. choose it. But I've got quite a limited diet anyway with my stomach condition. And <laughs> my friend said, when my food came out, she said, Is that dog food? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I have to admit, it wasn't the best. We'd had a much better meal the year before at Silver Spur Steakhouse. Oh, nice. And that was a lot better than um, Shea Remy. I think it was cheaper I think in as well. Paris, yeah, in Disneyland Paris, there are better places to eat. The thing about Remy, uh, about Shea Remy is that the theming is so fantastic. Oh, and yeah. It just might go in and have a little walk around and take a photo and then go and eat somewhere else. That would be worth it. And sometimes, yeah. actually, they have the, – because they have the – the huts up around Plaster Remy quite often for sort of their version of the food and wine and, and around Christmas. And some of the food that they serve there is amazing. Um, the, the yeah. year before, I think we, we were did there that the year, year before. before. Yeah. The Gourmand Festival. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's really good. Some of it yeah, smells incredible. Great. You can get a glass of champagne while you're sat in Plaster Remy. It's fantastic. But... Plus, I think that Chez Remy is probably, it's quite, a, as you say, it's a limited menu. It's its probably on the top end of the financial spectrum in terms of what you get for your money as well. Um, and I don't necessarily think it's the, the best place to go. No, even with our yeah. yeah. discount, it wasn't uh, I, great. The, I think Waltz is probably one of the best meals oh. I've ever had in a Disney park. Yeah. I love Waltz. It's like my yeah. favourite place ever. Still yeah. shut. As I say, it's been close. Still, it's all shut. Times we've been there. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the it's, weekend we got there last year, yeah. and it hasn't. Yeah, it's, oh, no. it's, it's your fault. It's our fault. We, we have completely broke that. Then, we've broken we? everything in Disneyland Paris. We got stuck in Small World for forty-five minutes last, not last August, but August before. Uh, we broke down on Big Thunder this time. 
Oh, and got stuck in Indiana Jones in February. And you broke waltz. Now we know. And, and apparently yeah, we broke we waltz. That's it. Yeah. You're dead to me now. <laughs> <laughs> and Claire, you're the one who convinced us to get uh, manual passes. You're the one that convinced us to go yeah. in the first place. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. Disneyland Paris is amazing. And the fact that it's, you know, just a few hours, you know, three hours. Yeah, away, but that's the thing. It's so close. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and if you've got an annual pass, it can be quite cheap, especially if you live down south of the UK. Yeah, exactly. And you're there. This is it. I mean, we're we're in Kent, so actually it's... Even even closer for you. Okay. Simple. Yeah. yeah, it's it's good to it's good to be able to just to nip over there. We always joke. I would say you know it's quicker. We were talking to who were we talking to? Somebody recently where we said it was quicker for John to come. It was quicker for me to go to Disneyland Paris for lunch than to go and see John. Yeah, that's exactly it. Colin. No offence, yeah. John. But, um, <laughs> exactly where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not north. North. Although it's on the old waltz, and I'm not going there anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I do love waltz and and the theming. Uh, I know I talk about it all the time, but the rooms and the theming and the the different areas where they're themed around the the, the park uh, lands. It's just an incredible restaurant. Yeah. Um, it is. It's definitely they work to French service speed. Though. Um, <laughs> we, we were yeah, in there for two do. and a half hours. Don't be in a rush. Yeah. Don't yeah. be in a rush. Two and a half hours for a three course meal was yeah uh, impressive. Yeah. And, you, and wow. if you don't, amazing. And if you don't have wine, they look at you like you've got two heads. <laughs> so that's we can deal yeah. with that. Yeah. Though. That's not an issue. Most places in Paris. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, can I ask you a question that um, I know my friends here uh, may not have thought of asking? So you mentioned you were talking about um, Festival of the Lion King. Yeah. And um, so. I know that we're all mourning the the loss of the cast members through entertainment, but one of the things that we've uh, had a bit of an issue with in our podcast, and this has been ongoing since April, I think, Ben, John, yeah, April, April, Becca. April. <laughs> so <laughs> we did a knockout since I brought it up. <laughs> Thanks for that. So we did like a knockout round show back in April. And uh, one of the rounds we had was uh, about the best uh, shows. And so we just, uh, it's often an extra question that we throw into the carousel of questions at the beginning. And we didn't this time, but now you've mentioned the Festival Lion King, I'm going to have to bring it up. Um, so I think we're back at even Stevens, aren't we, in terms of who's winning? But the question is, which do you think is the better show? Uh, oh, Festival of Lion King or Finding Nemo the musical? Finding Nemo needs to end. It's awful. <laughs> Finding Nemo is awful. Come on. I don't even go in there for an air conditioning break anymore. <laughs> Does it rate lower than all the presidents? You're off the <laughs> yeah, oh, you know Damn, right? yeah. that, that's the thing that I should have said that I don't like. That's the right, that's the attraction. <laughs> All the presidents. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Finding Nemo's awful. I mean, I just don't I don't even I love I love some of the music. Some of the songs yeah. in Finding Nemo are really well done. The one thing that I have a distinct issue with, with Finding Nemo is where they, they just go, here's most of the story and 
here's the last bit of it condensed into the last 30 seconds, and we're done. That's brilliant. Whereas Love the frozen Lion sing along. Lion King doesn't try to tell the whole story. So no. it's, it's, it's a bit like the Little Mermaid, Voyage of the Little Mermaid. They go, here's the best songs, <laughs> and let's just quickly watch a recap on the screen of what actually happens. And then we get in. the best bits and does a song. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, no, Festival of the Lion King is amazing. There's There's dancing in it. Number one, I'm, I'm I'm always here for dancing. I'm always here for singing and dancing. And there's loads of singing and dancing. There's the bird that flies that makes me cry. It's got the monkeys with the, the, the tumble things. monkeys. They're amazing. Monkeys. I love the tumble yeah. monkeys. It's got it's got the guy with the fire. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really good. He's good. So yeah, sorry, sorry John. Sorry, John. Say <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Anyone who says Finding Nemo, you should throw him out. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Bye, John. Sorry, John, yeah, you're I'm hosting. Not <laughs> half of our show that's gone then. That's it. Yeah. It was a dead even split. So I think so at the beginning, there's eight of us. So it was a complete even split. And we've asked that's everyone. Amazing, from... it's even. Yeah. I didn't yeah. realise it was yeah. so popular. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think there were loads of people outside. Yeah. But I mean, it I is think a kind of a one and done. John Maybe. would watch every show every day of his yeah. three and a half week yeah, trip. At the end of it, really and so it. would Lloyd, yeah. uh, one of the other guys. Yeah. And actually, when we we talked to uh, I can't even remember Lou Mangello said Finding Nemo, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know, we've we've asked so many people, and it really is. Uh, it's like Marmite. You love Marmite. hate. It really is. And, and I think as well, and I think we said this on our, our previous last uh, live show uh, last week, and I think the more people that we spread the message to is these guys who have given their entire professional lives to dance and to sing and to act for, you know, for all of their careers have suddenly found themselves out of a job. And yeah. absolutely heartbreaking. And, you know, yeah. my heart goes out to them because... You know, I think I'm not big on socials, but I've seen so many amazing stories of how much each of the shows, I'm not going to single one of them out, but each of the shows have meant to them as, as people. Yeah. It's yeah. really yeah. It's heartbreaking. And it's I think just moving on a little bit, Robin and Simon, because, you know, I've, I've actually looked at so many of your blogs and I've looked at so much of your social media stuff, but you seem to go on holiday and you just have struck up so many friendships. With so many cast members, and yeah. it's an amazing sort of memories that you, you actually make with these people. Oh, well, I'm getting all teary. How did you manage to do it? How did you manage to do that? It's just... um, the cast members for me are why I keep going back to Disney. Yeah. They Disney isn't the magic; they are the magic. They are the people that make the magic come alive. Um. In performance, especially, I was a dancer um, years ago, so I always love watching dancing. So yep. it, it came to one of the dancers saying to me, you're always here watching. And then I said, yeah, I love dancing. And then every time she would say hello to me, and then more started to know who I was because she would say hello to me. And I, I struck up a friendship with quite a few of the dancers. Um, and then so the drag queen bingo that we used to go to, um, one of the uh, one of the guys that was done, was one of the citizens of Main Street as well as doing the drag queen bingo. So he used to go to the drag queen bingo, and then one day he was like, 
you look familiar. And he said this to my friend Liz as well. He's like, you look familiar. Do we know each other? And she was like, how can I tell right now? Because <laughs> he was dressed full in drag. It's just like, I don't know, do we? <laughs> we do now. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> but, yeah, it was just uh, making the friendships. And, yeah. yeah, they're the people that, for me, for all cast members, really, I do genuinely mean that. Other reason, I they are one of the biggest reasons that I go back to Disney. I think people are so excited and want to get on the rides and want to go and watch the show and they want to go and um, eat here. I think some of the beauty of um, the Vacation Club is you always know you're coming back, so you take things slower. And when you take things slower, you tend to notice things like someone will walk past and you'll have a conversation and then you might see them again and you have a conversation again and it's that's the magic for me. And I think that our, the emphasis of our holidays has changed a lot since the days, you know, 10 years ago of going to the park all day, every day, doing every single ride, every single show, watching the fireworks and leaving and going home. You know, the days that sometimes the best for us are where we've done nothing. We've gone in the park and all we've done is we've watched the trolley show we got, four got or star. 5,000 times. <laughs> we got a Starbucks. We got a Starbucks and then we just met and uh, we've met our friends at the end of their run of the trolley show and just talked with them. And that that that's a different experience of our holiday. You know, yeah. just being able to then spend time with them outside of them being at work. And that's that's changed our holiday and the reasoning why we go to Florida over and over again. Yeah. Um, I think that that for us is, is it, we've been lucky to be in that position to make so many friends over there that you know that work for Disney and and some that don't some, even some that don't. We've met we've met people on Main Street like one of my best friends I met on Main Street one day um, and I go and stay with her in Orlando. She lives in Orlando sometimes, um, and we met one day on Main Street and started chatting. Um, it, when you're not rushing which I can understand, like, we've been there, we've done the, the once-in-a-lifetime trip. Yeah. You want to make sure you can do everything. Um, sometimes sometimes the most magical part is slowing down, sitting with a drink on the hub grass, just watching everyone, watching everyone else's excitement, watching the kids when they see um, a castle, um, watching cast member interactions with other people as well um, is beautiful. Yeah, that's the magic for me. I think that's it, is, it is. I think that that's been hard to sit through. You know, seeing the number of our friends that are performers that have had a lot of uncertainty, yeah. and then yeah. a lot of them, you know, being laid off. It's it's been difficult to see um, how sad a lot of they they they've been over the, the last yeah. few weeks. The uncertainty of it. A lot of them not being taken off furlough and then yeah. never getting the opportunity to have final performances is really difficult yeah. Yeah. because you, final you, show, you know yeah. from, from spending time with them outside of work how much that work means to them, how performing that is their life. You know, we see, and most people won't realise because they just see them doing Disney performances, but they are performers. Everything they do outside of Disney is performance. Their world revolves around acting, dancing, performing. That is their life. But to have that that major part of it taken away is, you know, imagine if somebody said to us that, oh, well, you can't go and do something anymore, you know, and you won't ever get to experience that again. It's, yeah, it's very yeah. difficult. 
So it's kind of all we can do at the moment is just reach out to them and, and support them in any way we can and just show that to them. Yes. But I think I think we absolutely recognise that moment of the cast members and how important they are to I mean, without them and without them being so amazing, it would be a shell of a place. I mean, yeah, it'd be beautiful, absolutely. it'd have it'd have attractions. But actually I think you're 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 talking to people who understand exactly what you're talking about. And and for us as a team, the whole concept for us is about just going and being in that place, enjoying the time and the space that not doing anything gives you. I know, John, you always yeah. say that you, yeah. if you go slower, it, the magic comes to you. I think that's what you say, yeah. isn't it? And that's just so true. Yep. And we've had, I think individually, we've all had the similar experience where you just stand, you know, for me, one of my things is uh, if we're waiting for a parade and we wait, um, tend to stand in Liberty Square outside Hall of Presidents, not inside Hall of Presidents, obviously, but outside because the air conditioning blasts out. Hello. So just on that little corner there. And the number of conversations we've had with random people for, you know, we might be there 45 minutes before and we just like have a catch up and stay contact. And these people have come from all over the world or they might be local from two minutes down the road. And it doesn't matter because you're all there and you've got this this feeling of excitement and enjoying the magic while you're there together and it doesn't matter if you've never met them before so it's really interesting that one of your best friends is someone you just bumped into on main street yeah and i think the cast members as well we you know we've all reached out individually to people that we're friends with and certainly i had a conversation with someone just a couple of days ago who who luckily hasn't been laid off um but has had to change job role and you know yeah. and you, you I just you feel so helpless in this yeah. situation other than the desperation to get back to be there to support them and to have entertainment back in the parts because that is so important um it's a core a core heartbeat of the disney experience absolutely yeah i think we hope when we can get back there and in a couple of years time that shows can return and that they can come back and that there are spaces for them yeah, I have read that they are hoping to mid-21 start hiring people back for the shows. Um, mm. It makes me worry that some of the ones that have been laid off in the way they have, they may not want to come back, and that makes me sad. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a shame that Disney isn't able to keep them on in some capacity. Yeah. Some way, shape, or form. The, yeah. They can then still be within a Disney company, but then just sort of when shows I think back, a lot of it... Um, has to do with equity um, because most of the performers that have been laid off, um, it's something to do with the equity in the union talking with Disney. Um, I don't know the, the ins and outs of it, but I don't know if they if Disney are able to just hang on to them in other roles. I know with some of the other performers, um, they are moving them into other roles. Like so, equity own most of most of the shows are done by equity. But like the trolley show, the festival, the Lion King, all the dancers are Disney in-house. They're not equity. Um, the parade is an equity. Um, the masker dancer, all the dancers aren't equity, but singers are. So all those sort of dancers, um, I know there are some of them are still furloughed. But I know some have heard that they're going to have their job role changed for the time being to keep them. It's different. Um, just have to hope that they, 
they all come back. I think that's, that's what, in our heart of hearts, that's what we deeply would yeah. love. And uh, if any if any of them do listen to this, it's just, it's just actually pushing it across to them. It's just like we, we care so much. We really do. And it, you feel helpless so far away, don't you? Yeah, you really do. And like you can't, it's not like we could just go over there to show no. support. No. No. If we could, we would. Yeah. We like, would. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I think that's, that for me is the positive bit is that if, if we want to, portray any positive out of COVID is that the people that love Disney parks is we all want to go back. Yeah. You know, we're not here going, um, uh, you know, I'm going to hold off for three or four years. It's <laughs> most of us are of the view of the minute we can get on a plane and go back, we will go back. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, I, and I think that's that's the, the part about the recovery post COVID is that, you know, people will return when things get back to normal. Um, and hopefully that is enough to see things start to right themselves again on the other side of it. Yeah. I think that's what happened in our DLP trip. It was like, we've just got to go. It's just, we need a, that bit of Disney magic. We need just to see the cast members. And it just, it, it felt so magical that weekend. It's just the yeah. photo pass was so much different. We got it with our annual pass in February and we got like one or two photos. This time we got all the magic shots, all the sort of photo pass photographers wanted to spend more time just because they had that time and you just just yeah the magic they were happy the to be back i'm sure yeah. and it came yeah, across as definitely. well it yeah. came across yeah. even though we're all wearing masks we could also see that everyone was smiling yeah <laughs> it's in the eyes yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna i'm gonna just move the subject on a little bit because I'm probably the one member of the team that probably people at least expect me to ask you this question, but it's the one question that I've got to say, I'm not a dedicated follower of park fashions, but your various park going attire has really caught my eye. As just as I've been searching for this show, angled dress especially. Thank what you. That inspiration to even think of going to the parks like that. How do you um, go in them? And actually, how do you actually transport them on holiday? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, every, every corner of everything is like hats, headpieces. They're all stuffed vacuum in. Vacuum packing of uh, feathers. Yeah, petticoats. Petticoats. Vacuum back packing the petticoats. Um, one year when we did Dapper Day and I made two hats, I put them in my hand luggage, and that's all I put in there. So I took this big holder, like wheeling a long case, and just had two hats in it. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, it started with Dapper Day, so I did my first Dapper Day at Disneyland Paris, and I just fell in love with it. I was like, oh, I love being pretty, wearing this pretty dress. I love it so much, and um, that was it. I wanted to do Dapper Day in Florida, so it's, that was a girl's trip, and then I dragged Simon in on it, and we did Dapper Day in Orlando, um, and I just fell in love with it. I fell in love with dressing like that. I fell in love with... I've always been in love with dresses in, in general. Yeah. Um, I, I've always enjoyed sewing. Um, well, I say I've always enjoyed sewing, but I was never any good. Um, and about seven years ago, I, I picked it up again and tried to be better. Um, and I started making Dapper Day outfits. Um, and it started there. And then I thought, then I saw someone online um, appliquing like circle skirts in Dapper style with like beautiful Disney themes. And I thought, oh my goodness, I want to own one of them. And then I looked at the price of owning one and 
I couldn't afford it. Um, so I thought, well, you know what? I can sew. Maybe I can give one a go. Um, and I made a lady in the tramp skirt. So it was red and white gingham. And I have a lady on one side, a tramp on the other, and I have a bowl of spaghetti and then a string of them both eating it. And I remember wearing that around Disney and just people were stopping me everywhere, like, oh my goodness, your skirt is amazing. That, I, I can't believe anything like that exists. And I, I quite liked it, I'm not gonna lie. Um, and then I started thinking of what other things I could do. Um, and then I made a tangled skirt. Um, and it was actually after I made it, my friend said to me, why don't you put lights in it? I was like, how can I put lights in it? She's like, she, her daughter is a dancer, so she makes all these costumes for her to get like, one of the school mums making all the costumes at midnight, that sort of thing. She's like, you can put lights in that, just poke holes in and put them through. So it's actually her idea. And yeah, I, I bought a cheap set of uh, battery powered lights from Primark, like, dug holes in the middle of each lantern and poked these little lights wow. through. There's a lot of hot glue involved at the back. It's not machine washable, believe <laughs> But yeah, I, um, I went to a DVC um, member event, uh, one of the Moonlight Magic nights. So, because obviously it's lit up, I wanted to wear it at night. Yeah. Um, and I had car, like cast managers in restaurants stopping us if they could take my photo because wow. they never really like it. And um, from there, I decided to open my own shop. <laughs> Now that yeah. that, leads, that leads seamlessly onto what I was going to say next. That's your new venture, isn't it? Is it it so, is. So tiki. So feel free yeah. to talk because it it sounds an absolute amazing. Thing. Oh, thank you. Um, so yeah, it started with lots of other people. Lots of people saying your skirt's amazing. You should sell these. And for a long time, I said no. They're not good enough. They they're good enough for me but they wouldn't be good enough to sell. That's a bit different. Um, and that was actually seeing, speaking to the counsellor over my PTSD, it kept, kind of came up and um, she kind of gave me the confidence to say, no, you can do this. Stop, stop self-deprecating yourself. Like you can do it. So um, during lockdown, it started off with making bow bands, like, like the one I'm wearing. Like I've got a nice little candy stripe one. Um, it started off, I made a load for friends, you know, like everyone was doing, trying to do something nice, trying to keep yourself busy, but also trying to do something nice for your friends. So I sat one day and I made a load of bow bands with what Disney fabric I just had in my fabric box and then sent them to loads of friends as just like a surprise. Um, and everyone kind of went, oh my goodness, you should start selling these, these are amazing. So I thought, I thought about it. And again, I thought, no, I can't do it. They're not good enough to sell. No, I haven't got the brain capacity to know how to build a website or anything like that. Um, but decided one day to brave it and do it. And yeah, I just decided almost overnight that yeah, I'm going to open a shop. And I opened my own my own shop. I didn't I didn't even go to Etsy. I opened my own website called sotiki.co.uk. And yeah, I started making bow bands. And then everyone's like, we need masks, so I started making masks as well. I hate making masks. And they're not my favourite thing to make. Only just because they're fiddly, they take ages. A bow band, you get to the end of it and you go, oh, that's so pretty. You get to the end of a mask and you go, great, I've got a mask. I've got to wear it. <laughs> although, although it's a pretty Disney fabric. So, I mean, if you've got to wear a mask, you may as well be wearing a Disney one. 
Um, and then started making pocket tees to match. So I was getting fabric in like stretchy for bow band, cotton for masks, and then stretchy on for pockets and make the whole set. And then, yeah, then added the skirts to the shop as well. Brilliant. Super. That's amazing. Wow. And, and so again, it's not being without like sacrifice here. Like we can't have people <laughs> to stay anymore because we have no spare room anymore. I have a no sewing spare room. Here. I've got my office at the front of the house. Robin's now got a sewing office at the back of the house. So there is no spare bed capacity. We ditched the, the sofa. Bed we, had we had to. Um, we I did do it for a couple of months just on my dining table. Um, but it was taking over and I couldn't put it all away. If anyone came over, I'd try and put it all away. And it was just, it was a mess. And I hated like everyone coming over and just seeing a mess everywhere. So um, I had to kind of talk Simon into it. He was not up for giving up the spare room for a while. He was like, mm, no, I, don't, I think we need a spare room. And I was like, well, I can't carry on working on a dining chair. So <laughs> we've got to do something. And thankfully, it's all just confined in that back room now. Yeah, but now it's all just in that back room. I've, so far, I've managed this, the fabric I've got isn't yet spilling out into the rest of the house, but I don't believe it will be long. No one can come and stay at the moment anyway. So, Well, exactly. This, is my, this was my point. I was like, well, when are we going to be allowed someone to stay anyway? Exactly. Yeah. You need to use the room. Exactly. It was a good decision. It was the, well, it was the right decision. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was the right decision, um, and I'm happy with it. I'm happy with sitting in my little my little sewing room, and I've got everything I need in there now. And today, only today, um, I had a huge package from America. Um, so most of my fabric comes from America for the bow bands and stuff. It comes from America because they get the best designs, um, and loads of it arrived today. And I got it out, and I just went, "Oh well, don't know where to put this." <laughs> I was excited about the packs of Oreos that arrived. Yay! Uh, <laughs> you're, yeah. you're more excited about the fabric. Yeah, so I've done, um, I don't know if you've heard of this uh, company called Stackery. Yes, um, I've looked into them about, I haven't looked into how much the customers cost. That's the only thing I wasn't sure. Well, because I've been thinking of getting something from Shop I'll hook you up with all the info you need. So it was basically a friend of mine told me about it. Um, a friend, one of my friends in Orlando, I'd sent her all my fabric. Every time I ordered, it was going to her house, thinking that I would either get over in August or November to pick it up. Here we are. Um, so I said to her, well, I'm going to need it. Can you send it over? Now, she could only get it with um, USPS, maybe, or someone else, and it was going to cost $270 for one box that she had two. Um, so I was speaking to a friend um, about stackery and she said no it's so much cheaper so i sent it all there and they repackage it all together and then so i i then went on to walmart and did a massive order at walmart so hence the oreos and they repackaged it all together and shipped it off um and it's so much cheaper the customers said my first box came today and it was 50 dollars to send over i forget the weight it was 50 dollars to send over it was 20 dollars customs and in there i've got loads of fabric and i've got all the oreos um and I've got I've got a couple of other bits that I can't say because it's Christmas presents and they might be <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's a really good, really good idea, and I definitely recommend it. Because yeah, I've, I've got more packages on the way. I've looked at for the shop mm. Disney because they've had like the annual pass holder discounts, and yeah. you see it. And I was like, oh, what do I do? And it's like, why does Walt Disney World, well, so um, shop Disney in the US have a lot? bigger range than what we do yeah i just want one of those yeah. cut those those thermos mugs from starbucks oh, starbucks. oh, oh me are. too they're amazing I, yeah. I, I like the animal kingdom one the best 
You want, but they don't, they're not on the Shop Disney website. I keep looking. They they occasionally appear on the the Animal Kingdom ones. Oh, do yeah, they? Um, what the new ones? Yeah, the new ones. <gasps> I saw so I saw a couple the other day because I'm looking at oh, the Hollywood amazing. Studios ones. So. Oh, I'm gonna have to look. I'm gonna set up a a shop alert for it. I did a massive order of Shop Disney. I, I messaged a couple of my friends and I was like, right, I've got my I've got annual pass discount. Who wants anything? And I'll make an order, and then we can all split the delivery yeah. and the customs. So uh, I've got four hundred dollars worth of uh, Shop Disney. Brilliant. T- tempted with a Walmart thing though. Do like some Disney food and snacks. <laughs> yeah. We've got yeah. Cheez-Its, we've got... Does it take a long time to come? How long does it take to come? Um, so I shipped with Global... So you send it all to there, they yeah. they get it, and then when they repackage it, because even when you order from Walmart, we do one order, and then one, it comes in like five different packages. So they repackage it, and that takes a couple of days. Um, and then they ship, and you can choose how you want to ship it. So the cheapest is Global Mail, which is DHL, um, and they say up to 10 days. And I did it a week ago today, and it came today. Oh, cool. So, so similar to, yeah, similar to Joffrey's coffee and stuff like that that comes. Yeah, coffee. yeah. Which I need to order more Joffrey's because. You I, can, yeah, yeah, you can send it to my stack. Yeah. Stack <laughs> my my Joffrey's arrived yesterday, so. I have to admit, Joffrey's oh. doesn't seem to have. A, we've not had customs yet. Charge. No, for we haven't. I've worked it out. If you, if you ever buy just coffee on its own, you don't get the customs charge. Correct. If you so coffee is exempt. Like, yeah, but if you add like a mug or any of the other bits, yeah. um, the you get charged on the lot. You get charged for the whole lot. Yeah. I didn't know that, but yeah. we only have like, we've only yes. coffee. So, yeah, we, yeah, we bought two so. lots of coffee before, and it's like not had anything. But lots of people I've seen on Facebook going, "Oh, I've got stung with yeah. this." But that's because they bought a mug or they bought like a. Oh, yeah. okay, that or... makes sense. Mm. No, we've only ever bought coffee. Yeah, we did a big order, so we were expecting customs. When we yeah. when we did ours, we just ordered it straight to here. But um, no, we didn't have any. We were surprised. If you just stick to the coffee, it's okay. There we go. That's the trick. Thank you for that info. I will share that <laughs> with everyone I know that's buying jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we Definitely. ordered how many last time? Don't ask me. It was a birthday present. I think we must have ordered eight bags, six or eight bags that time. Yeah, and then, uh, I think I did. And now they've done the Riviera one, so I want that one. And I got an email from them this morning saying they're now doing a holiday blend. Ooh. Ooh. Yes, but it's not so, a Disney holiday blend. It's not Disney. It's just their I'm... holiday Yeah. I was it's hoping good. I went and had a look at it, but it's... <sighs> Other coffee is available, apparently, but it's not Disney. <laughs> not Disney coffee. If it doesn't have a Mickey on it, I don't, I'm not sure I'm interested. No. <laughs> yeah. I, want to taste like, I, want to, I want it to taste like I'm sitting in Tusker House. Yeah, I, I want to order some peppermint syrup because we don't seem to get much peppermint stuff over here. Where in Florida, when last year, you, what was that drink you had? Was it a peppermint? I mocha? don't know. I'm trying to remember. I had like different. Oh yeah. yeah, it's always peppermint drinks they, that they do yeah, in they Starbucks. Yeah, they do peppermint lattes and things. Mm. Yeah. yeah, they have way mm-hmm. way more holiday drinks over there. Yeah. When I was looking at the holiday Starbucks offerings in the UK, it was like there was a website that listed all the holiday stuff, and then in brackets it was like UK, UK, and it's like oh, two, right? All <laughs> yeah. these other amazing ones were like, no, these are Americans like that. Yeah, yeah. The UK one you have get a hot chocolate, nice hot chocolate, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hot, chocolate yeah. hot chocolate and toffee nut latte, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm, yeah. Oh well. Uh, what a what a lovely place to turn wrapping up. I'm going to say, 
Robin and Simon, it's just been the most amazing chat with you. And thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute delight to have you on the waffle. And I know that our listeners will want to follow you and enjoy the content that you produce. So where can they find you on uh, social media? Uh, well, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook um, and YouTube as Watson's Do Disney. We've also got a little Facebook group to talk about Disney holidays, um, which is Let's Do Disney. And um, my So Tiki is on Instagram, Facebook and SoTiki.co.uk. And that's So S-E-W. That's it, yeah. So, S-E-W. And Tiki, because I just love the Tiki room. Yay. <laughs> that has a bit of history with us, though. You've got a, you've got a Tiki dress. And we went. We once went dressed as Tiki bird characters to Halloween. So I think I've seen those photos. Oh, Wasn't yeah, your, yeah. your dress covered in white feathers, Robin? It was, yeah. I bought, we did it twice, and the second time I elevated it by adding loads of lights to my skirt. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And I had a cape that was hand-cut that, that you made. It was hand-cut feathers that were all laid. So it was oh. a cape that basically hand-to-hand -hand down my back. It was all multicolored feathers. Robin had cut the individual feathers out. And, so and then sewn them all on. It's, wow. Like, my mum says I have too much time on my hands. Well, you know, she might not be wrong. We're all in lockdown now, so we've got something to do. Everyone's sort of making oh, exactly. things. So. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having us as well. Um, we've had such a lovely time, and, yeah, we, you can tell we love to waffle too. Yeah. So uh... <laughs> you fit right in. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you very much for inviting us it's been lovely so, thanks to all of our listeners for listening to us waffle as always you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram at gb mickey waffle and our youtube channel is the great british mickey waffle you can also get in touch with us by email at the mickey waffle at gmail.com if you're listening for the first time then don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your podcast app so you miss out on any of the fun stuff that we've coming that got coming up. And until the next time, waffle on. Waffle on. <laughs>